Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another rendition of the Oliver Happy Hour, coming to you live from the east side of South Central Los Angeles. We join you here on a warm summer day here in July. It feels like it's hotter than other Julys. <laughs> right now, I'm joined here with uh, my illustrious sisters, uh, Debbie Dev. Debbie Dev here. In the building. Debbie well, Dev here in the building, guys. <laughs> My bad. No, that was a little mistake here. A little rusty. <laughs> and uh, Daisy O. Daisy O. Always ready for the show. And we have a returning champ, our guest here today, Mary Jane. Mary Jane. <laughs> Do you love me just the same? Mary yeah. Jane. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so thank you once again for joining us uh, 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 today as our guest. So today uh, we're actually going to be talking about a very uh, serious topic uh, today. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, sex trafficking uh, or human trafficking. Uh, and this is just a topic that, you know, we had in our topic bank that we were just like, hey, we got to talk about it. We've never formally talked about the topic mm-hmm. here on the podcast. And um, Mary is just so happened to, to be here in our midst and, uh, you know, is better versed than us. So we're just going to have a real open conversation just about what happens uh, or even just about what we see uh, 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 going on and just talk about f- uh, stats, st- statistics, and what the work looks like, especially for direct service uh, uh, workers who, who are uh, providing the needed uh, uh, resources for those survivors of, of tra- trafficking. Uh, uh, and then, like, what we can do. Uh, um, but I guess just to get started, since I want to just, um, just, um, just start off with peaking our own brain, like, just... Uh, um, just taking a peek at where we are at, mm-hmm. what does it mean to you when you say hear the word human or sex trafficking? Um, well, I'll start. I mean, it just means um, someone is either taken or lured or convinced into a lifestyle that they um, did not choose for themselves, that where they are um, required to do things that are against their will. Um, it means that they are um, in danger of um, uh, it means that they're in danger they're not safe and that to me you know just it can look like a lot of different things in different spaces but definitely a place where like people are taken against their will mm-hmm. okay I Devin? would agree the same people are uh, young people who are taken against their will um, and not even young I would say older people as well, mm-hmm. um, that people that are vulnerable, that um, are in areas where they're not um, being aware of their surroundings maybe and um, just abducted, taken away from their, their loved ones and, and being sexually offended. And... Yeah, I would say, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, and I guess for me, when I hear sex trafficking, I think of, yeah, like someone being, um, like it's a coercion that, that's mm-hmm. going on. It's someone being held against their will um, or someone lured, uh, trapped, and that there's like no way out or no escape. Um, or just, you know, just coming in, being, you know, preyed upon, mm-hmm. or being naive, or really being in a position where you needed a particular resource, or you need to get somewhere, or, you know, like you needed to either go somewhere or get something that, you know, you end up becoming trapped. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's what I think in terms of, of that. I think sex trafficking is... Because of that, coercion is different from other types of sex work, mm-hmm. I think, which I think is important to try to, well, for me, like what I try to separate, you know, from. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, that's what I think. Oh, yeah. Mary, now, what, 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 what <laughs> would <Why> you hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I agree with everyone. I want to highlight, too, that human trafficking is composed of two parts, not just sex trafficking, but labor trafficking as well. And the number of people that are in human trafficking in general right now is upwards of 8 billion people. Wow. Half of which are children. Mm -hmm. Um, And of those children, they're primarily foster youth. And that's where Mm. I get to be a a component of the conversation because most everyone I work with is a foster youth, but the population that I'm really passionate about is working with CSEC or commercially and sexually exploited young people. Mm -hmm. It's a huge industry and Mm -hmm. it it is modern day slavery Mm -hmm. um, without people recognizing that it's happening all around us Mm -hmm. and to populations that are primarily young women. Mm -hmm. um, Children enter sex trafficking primarily between the ages of 12 and 14. That's really young. Yes. So young. And the places in which they're picking up young people, it, it's on the streets, right? Catcalling mm-hmm. and, to your mm-hmm. point, coercion and manipulation. Mm-hmm. But for um, not just young adults, not just children, but young adults, the other primary means are through social media. So through even as much as we use Instagram and TikTok, like that's a huge yeah. space, mm-hmm. OnlyFans, mm-hmm. Um, or even in public spaces, not just sidewalks, but mm-hmm. like the primary method is at strip clubs and mm-hmm. dance clubs and like places that people between 14 and 18 access. So anywhere that you're going to like even a youth center and people who are h- hanging around those areas, preying on these young, mm-hmm. uh, primarily women, but men too. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, and when you mention those things, it's just like those numbers, those statistics, which we'll go more into as well. Um, I do think that it's astonishing. It's, you know, it's really sad that a lot of people don't know that this is happening, that they they aren't aware of. Um, I'm just oblivious to it. Are, you know, just not aware, especially the social media part where I'm like, that is a very easy, easy trap. Remember when we were like younger, AOL Yes. You know, like, yes. what was it? Sex, um, age, location. ASL, you know, age, sex, location. Mm. It was, you know, talking to a little, you just had a little boyfriend yeah. that lived in a different culture, like country mm-hmm. or were, was from a different, different culture, state, yeah. different state. And mm-hmm. like, you can just chat with them. And then mommy would come in the room or close it down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anybody It's just... You know, those, it even, you know. Just being curious, I think. Yeah. Right. But that is and a that's prime how they, age. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
I um I wanted to point out just this morning I read about a situation where a girl was taken um, from Texas. This mm-hmm. guy had had um, held her at knife point and said, "If you don't come with me, then I'm wow. gonna hurt mm-hmm. you." And then he transported her from Texas all the way to Long Beach, y'all. Oh my God! And from we talk Texas about Texas to Long Beach yes, out here. Yes, and it. It just so happened what we were just talking about people being oblivious and not really paying attention. But thank God somebody paid attention. Yeah. This guy, he had went, he went to the uh, laundromat and it was this lady that walked out that was a usual customer going to the laundromat. Mm-hmm. She saw the girl. I think she's the girl was 13, 14, and she had a sign on the window. She was, the guy left her in a car. Mm-hmm. She had a sign on the window saying, help me. Mm-hmm. The lady that saw her went back inside to the owner and told her, like, I think there's a girl that needs help. She has a sign mm-hmm. that says, help me. So yeah. she yeah. came out. She called the police because the guy was still inside. Mm-hmm. Caught the police. Thank God the police came, got him arrested. And now the girl is with the CFS. And mm-hmm. they're trying because she was um, she was registered as a runaway. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! I said, Lord Jesus, thank you that that lady uh, noticed. Was she anything. a foster youth? No. Okay, she was just registered as a well, runaway. Well, you know child. what? I don't know. They didn't. They didn't say that. Because it's don't very say no. It's but. very common, mm-hmm. and that's the youth that Mary works with. Mm-hmm. She was taken people. into DCFS, then she became a foster youth. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Man, I was like, That's "Oh tough. my gosh!" And that was but just recently, like just this happened just this this week, oh a couple Lord. days ago. Oh my goodness! Well, California is the number one state in the country that has sex trafficking. Number two is Texas. Mm-hmm. Number three is Florida. And if you think about it, it's because of the avenues by which people travel, either through the country or up and down the country. So California mm-hmm. is yeah. the longest state, yes. right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. yes. all the places in which they pick up youth or undocumented people yeah. is right next to highways and areas where there's like high traffic yeah. for mm-hmm. young sense. people to easily be picked up, preyed upon, and transported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just go straight up to end up in like Sacramento. Straight up to Fre- yeah. Fresno is a huge hub. Long mm-hmm. Beach is a huge hub. That is, mm-hmm. Yeah, because the ports are right there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Don't think about what's in those shipping containers. I promise you there's people. Yeah. Yeah. I would not doubt it. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. And this heat is just devastating to even, you know, fathom or think about. But it's happening. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Mm -hmm. And it's an industry for a reason. Globally, it's a $150 billion industry. Because sex sells. And people don't think about where it comes from. Also, I heard of another situation mm-hmm. with hotels. It's like a list of hotels, Hilton being one of them, mm. that they have like cameras, like mm-hmm. hidden, talking about small as like a nail mm-hmm. in like the TV or something. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's crazy to think about that. Um, they prey on people in hotel rooms. What in the world? And then it was this video of this guy. He was in, I think, Motel 6 or something, and he had looked in the um, the closet, and he saw, like, the, the wood, the wooden floor, like, it was mm-hmm. off, right? Mm-hmm. So he lifted it up. Mm-hmm. It looked like a whole tunnel. Oh, my wow. gosh. What in yes. the world? Crazy. Ugh. So... 
yeah, they're going through a, a list of hotels are going through um like a lawsuit of um human sex trafficking. Mm. Texas. Well, it's just human, human. So human trafficking, and then there's sex trafficking, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So two, two. You said two different. Two subpopulations would okay. be labor or sex. So the mm-hmm. reason Texas is part of the labor hub is because of the immigration mm-hmm. from anywhere in South, in Central America or Mexico, and becomes a labor issue. Mm-hmm. Because people come here for work, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that's how they're exploited. Because there's people either with a language barrier, looking mm-hmm. for work, money, shelter. And mm-hmm. so they're preyed upon to be able to enslave them into these farms in which they're underpaid and not able to leave. And, wow. it, and it becomes enslavement. And perhaps that could become sex trafficking as well. I don't, I'm yeah. not as well versed in the labor side. But labor for undocumented people is primarily as a means of slavery. Ugh. Well, when I was in college, my first year, I wrote a paper on modern-day slavery, and it was about human trafficking. I hadn't even began to even explore sex trafficking at that time, but my paper, like my English paper, we were reading um, Fast Food Nation, and I was like, there's so many connections to modern-day slavery. So I wrote about this, and I talked about slavery, the history of slavery, how it's connected my English teacher asked me to like read some excerpts with I mind you she didn't tell me like beforehand so she asked me to like oh you know it was actually anonymous so she took like certain excerpts from people's papers Mm -hmm. and so when we got to mine you know one of the students read it out loud and then we had a whole discussion and a lot of the students were like I don't think modern slavery exists. This, you know, this Just seems kind of like far fetched. This seems like a lot. And afterwards, you know, we had a whole conversation. I'm like, you, uh, I'm just listening. I'm not even responding to people. And then we like edit the little sentences that she put out. So afterwards, the professor asked me like to stay back. And she was like, Daisy, I just want to say I am so proud of you. This mm-hmm. is like a great paper. Forget about what your peers say. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fantastic. This yeah. is an excellent paper. Like, the fact that you're even critically thinking about these mm-hmm. things shows me that you're a great writer. Mm-hmm. So we had this discussion, but that just goes to show you all of these essentially white kids in your class have no idea what's actually happening mm-hmm. in yeah. the world. And I'm like, wow, thank you so much for that affirmation. Because right. I was like... Dang, they really like tore this, you know, tore this little concept apart. But I knew that it was true for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's actually one of the papers that I still have to this day. Oh. And the fact that I wrote it in like 2003 Ooh, or 2004, yeah. Yeah, I wrote this paper in 2003 talking about modern day slavery. Proud. I mean, in the, yeah, <laughs> I mean, wonderful paper, yes. Daisy, you know. Uh, um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but to think that conditions have likely worsened since mm-hmm. then, and become yes. because of the internet and things like and that, been things more have, strategic. Yeah, things have just gotten more ingrained in everything, and especially in preying upon people. Because I, I am concerned, you know, even for for um, you know our nieces and mm-hmm. nephews mm-hmm. and Trust. people who are on Instagram more of the day. Because look, I mean, yeah, people would say it. I mean, I know. Baby boomers and stuff would be like, oh, we used to play stickball and stuff in the middle <laughs> of the street or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I, I know for us, we had the internet, mm-hmm. but, we, you know, we also played outside. We played sports. You know, right. we did baseball. You guys we did cheerleading and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You guys did stuff. And, you know, there was The Box and MTV and BET and Comic View and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff to watch. But now it's like, all you know. TikTok. 
readily accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Algorithms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, people and just reaching out to you on Instagram, DMing yep. you. Yeah. Well, Facebook, DMing yeah. you. Yeah. Well, Easy kids aren't on Facebook, but a lot of them are on Instagram still or, or on TikTok. Listen, and, it happens on LinkedIn. Mm. I are get hit up. Me? I'm not joking. What? I get hit up all the time. Just recently, some guy, like Asian dude, is like, like, oh, I'm just here to network, but what are you here for? And I'm like, er, like I Block. accepted you. <laughs> Because you look like you're living Hawthorne. You look like you work for SpaceX. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay. Which is like, I normally just like accept people. But when they start doing some weird stuff, I'm like, you're blocked now. Because I don't even want to have a conversation with you. It would be different if you were like, hey, I know somebody who like, we went to UCLA together. Which is often the case. They'll Mm -hmm. be like, hey, you know, I just moved to LA. I see that you're doing great things in higher ed. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I just want to connect with um, people that went to UCLA or USC. I often accept those, but when it's like kind of weird like that, I'm just like, <laughs> it hap- it's like, happening yeah, on LinkedIn, no. which is that's a professional crazy. networking place. Yeah. And that's why it's an important piece to teach young people is what are the signs and red flags mm-hmm. for yeah. when someone reaches out and tries to befriend you? If it's not for, first of all, you need to have a, a second point of contact. Mm-hmm. Do I have a, anybody yes. else know this person? Yeah. Right. What yes. kind of questions are they asking? Yeah. Are they looking for money? Are mm-hmm. they... Especially, are they grooming you to send you gifts? Yeah, right. they want your information or your your cash app or whatever to send you gifts. That is a, a red flag yes. that it's connected to something that is trafficking. Yeah, but young people don't know that they're out here trying to make friends. That's yeah. how people make friends, especially yeah. after the pandemic and in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so th- it might not be a red flag to them because it's a norm mm-hmm. to yeah. make friends mm-hmm. online yeah. without right. knowing that they're being preyed upon because of their age, of their naivety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. And that's very common. It happens. I mean, it's very, it's very common. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. I know I had, I just had the conversation with our nieces mm-hmm. about, you know, being aware of your surroundings. If you feel in your gut that, you know, this person is not, mm-hmm. uh, not right or, you know, they could be dangerous, then go with your gut. And, right. you know, just be aware of your surroundings. Look ahead of you, look behind, look to the right, look to, to, look to the left. Like, just be aware. Yeah. Because I told them about human trafficking and, the sex, tra- and yeah. sex trafficking. I even told them about the situation at the hotels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you guys, it is real out here. Mm-hmm. And online as well, because they are on Instagram and on mm-hmm. TikTok. And um, I know our the two um, oldest right now, mm-hmm. 15 and 14, they're, you know, talking to um, boys online and stuff. And, of course, they're curious, but I know that they're aware, so they kind of question a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'll just be worried about them. Like, I just mean, be careful. And you have to be vigilant. I think me and Mary yes. had this conversation recently. She was like, where did you learn to be vigilant? Mm-hmm. Or where did you learn to just be aware of your surroundings? I was like, first of all, my dad just was very overprotective. <laughs> super protective. He has four girls, you know, he and a boy, of course, but 
And but most importantly, he grew up in South Central LA, him and Auntie mm-hmm. Wendy. So mm-hmm. it was them, those two specifically yes. Yes. that were just always like, you guys keep your head on a swivel, mm-hmm. make sure you know your surroundings, almost to the point where it's like a little overbearing. Overt. Yeah, it's a little thought, overbearing. We they, very overbearing. <laughs> or, or we we definitely paranoid. Right. Yes. Right. It, 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 no, to the it point is. of paranoia. You yeah, know, it is a low level paranoia. Yes. Just yes. in general, because, you know. Yeah, very paranoid. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like there is actually truth behind yes, that very as well. Much so. Because of what they've heard and what they've seen, yes. you know, happen around them is why they are vigilant. Yes, yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So there's, and I told Mary, I, we were talking about this. I was like, I've had to try to find a balance where I'm like, okay, I know my safe, I know I feel safe, mm-hmm. I know my surroundings, mm-hmm. but I'm just not ultra like, paranoid about it I, mm-hmm. I i'm still working through that because sometimes i'd be like uh-uh, i don't trust him don't no for real you talking to like you don't need to talk to him like this don't make no sense and yeah he's like but he was just asking me a question Could- like in the store and I'm no like- for real and i feel like i pray for discernment with yeah dealing with people because mm-hmm. i feel like i get a vibe with people if i feel like you're safe to be around okay cool but if I feel if I feel like I got to question some things about yeah. what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I got my taser. All right, I have it handy. No, I mean self defense, mar- like not martial arts, but you could. But self defense classes are so 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 important. I took like a couple while I was at UCLA because mm-hmm. they're free, like part of the gym. Mm-hmm. But self defense classes really absolutely can help you learn just some very basic techniques mm-hmm. of like how to get out of, you know, physical situations. Mm-hmm. If you're ever in a physical situation, just knowing how to use your body mm-hmm. to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I told you guys about that time when um, we were in Walmart and, like, one of our nieces was walking around, and mm-hmm. she said, you know, I want to walk around and look at the bikes on this side. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead and go around. Um, you know, it's sh- she was, like, probably, like, maybe 12 or something at the time. Um, and so she's, like, looking at the bike, super excited, but I'm – we're always watching rice, but mm-hmm. I'm watching her. So like, I'm like walking, like looking like I'm not looking at her or whatever. This dude comes around the corner and he's just like staring at her, like looking, but he's pretending like he's watch mm-hmm. looking at the bikes too. Mm-hmm. And he gets a little bit closer to her, a little bit closer until he's probably about maybe, um, maybe about like, uh, oops, sorry, maybe about five or t- like five or six steps away from her, mm-hmm. but close enough to the point where I'm like, okay, that's too close for comfort. That's that discernment. Yes. So I walk over there and I stand next to her and I look at him. Like and I he's just you. like, <laughs> then he kind of like backs up a little bit, kind of backs up a little mm. bit. And I take I take our niece and I go around the corner and then um, he looks like he wants to follow us until I turn around and look at him. And I'm looking at his face, memorizing it. Mm-hmm. I still know what he looks like today. Mm-hmm. I can describe wow. him mm-hmm. to you. I could describe him. Mm-hmm. Like height and everything, color of the skin, <laughs> his eyes, everything, and, mm-hmm. and he looks at me, and then he's just like he backs away and he turns around and he leaves. That's the kind of stuff where yes. I'm like, it's the discernment because I'm like, if he was trying to look at a bike, you know, I would, I wouldn't have been concerned. But right. it's the closeness but, yeah. of where he got to, our like knees. inching his way closer and closer. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, sir, uh, <laughs> uh. And I know your nieces can be aware of their surroundings because I had a conversation with them and they were being catcalled at our wedding anniversary mm-hmm. outside the venue. They were coming after the girls. They told me this the other day. 
And so I asked them, well, what would you say? Half the girls were like, I would run. The other half was trying to use nice language for, hello, sir, please don't look at me like that. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to my other thought about like knowing your environment is great, but part of the reason they prey on young people is because of the naivety that you have yes. of making connections yeah. and <clears throat> also people with low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Not saying that the nieces are, are struggling with self-worth, but that is one of the ways in which you get buy-in for, yeah. I'll be your friend, I'll right. buy you this, right. do you want to go get that? So if a young person doesn't have enough self-worth mm-hmm. to know that like I can get attention elsewhere, you're right. not a safe person, right. that speaks to needing to instill more mm-hmm. pro-social and emotional um, skill building with young people as like if we were to talk about how to respond to this like doing more activities with young people mentoring young people teaching them how to stand up for themselves in a physical way but also knowing like this is how I know how to respect my body and how other people mm-hmm. should as well and I deserve to be treated well I don't need attention from strangers or from passerbys or I don't need gifts from anyone else and for even undocumented people or people who are looking for work if I'm down and out and you can get me some money I might jump on that but in what way is this going to serve me in the long run is it going to give me a quick fix so i can get food or is this going to be something that i can do safely in the long term that's not easy to teach but it speaks to like training programs for young people and undocumented people in our country that can do that can live the quote-unquote dream that I don't know if that exists. I don't think it does. But regardless, <laughs> to be able to do it in a safe way because people are using the weakest link yeah. to build the industry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. some good stuff. That's that's good. That's good info. No, I think uh, yeah, it has to start with us uh, uh with education and making sure that people know and people can, you know, stay safe. Um, out there or watch out for uh, warning signs or just warnings uh, um, at all, but wow. Could yeah. I offer two more resources of that course, are telephone yes. numbers? Mm-hmm. So you can report suspected human trafficking, whether it be labor or sex, at one 347 2423 But if you are a person who's experiencing trafficking, then you can text or call. And if you called one 373 you can say I need help or you can just text the word help to 233733 and you and that's an opportunity for you you sometimes might not be able to have access to a phone and that's rough but in this situation where you do have access maybe you can't talk out loud you could text Mm -hmm. and it's also posted in every single airport now um, on the back of bathroom doors in the women's room anyway. Oh, I don't know really? about the oh, men's. That's good. On every single stall, though that information is posted because people are flying people nationally and internationally for yeah. the purpose of trafficking. Yeah. So just wanted to offer that. Oh man. That's that's wow. Good. I mean, but some so so great to have you here, Mary, to yes. help us with this conversation and to share those resources, uh, those tips. Of course. Um yeah, because it, it is something that that is that is real. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, well, any of y- you all's thoughts? I mean, have you? Uh, were there any other instances that that um, resonated with you all, or warning signs, or things? Well, I did want to kind of go into the definitions of those two because sure. we we did talk about our definitions and what we think. But you know, the definition of human trafficking, according to Google, is the unact the unlawful act of transporting or coercing people in order to benefit from their work or service, typically in the form of forced labor or sexual exploitation. And that leads to the definition of sex trafficking, 
the action or practice of illegally transporting people from one country or area to another for the purpose of sexual exploitation. So we were definitely like are aware, you know, we're aware of those things. Maybe we didn't say these things in the exact terminology, but it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty close. We're very close. We were very, very close. Um, In the recent incident in Alabama with the abduction of Carly Russell, I think that's what prompted us um, to Mm -hmm. talk about this. But now there's, some new news that's coming up uh, about it where we suspect she's um, schizophrenic and maybe came up with that maybe. situation or planned it. Um, but just in general, like how that whole situation came about, Devin, do you want to kind of share? Well, I know the FBI have reported that they, you know, went down the timeline of everything, like of her, her schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, they said that um, after... She was abducted. Um, she had went to Target and purchased some Cheez-Its because she had said that her abductor was feeding her Cheez-Its all weekend. Okay. Um, and then prior to that, like the morning of the abduction, she s- was searching on the internet, on Google or whatever, how... Or what was it? It was, um, does it cost for an Amber Alert? Mm. You know, is it, you know, is it a a fee for an Amber Alert? Um, How to take money out of a register without getting caught. Mm -hmm. Um, It was another one. Oh, my God. I can't think of the other. It was two other searches that she looked at. But. Okay, I take that back about her being schizophrenic. How did she? Well, how did she? How was? How did she say she was abducted though? Like, how? What was the situation? Well, they said that um, she when she <laughs> she said that basically, you know, somebody took her, um, and they had um, it was a man and a woman mm-hmm. that took her. Um, think they said that she was put in a trunk and then left in a room and like she said that they didn't like physically hurt her mm-hmm. um but, but how her, did her they... story wasn't it just right. wasn't adding up i'm trying to get to how how yeah. did we get here because she said that it was a child <laughs> on the street right that was walking on the freeway by themselves right and then she called nine one one, or she called her family. She pulled over, and they had they 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 um, shared the recording, the nine one one call, and um, she just said that the child was walking with just a shirt on and a diaper. Mm-hmm. He, the child looked about three or four, because um, she was describing the child mm-hmm. to the nine one one operator, and. Um, the operator just said that the police are on their way, stay with the child, and she, she said okay and hung up. And then according to the story, according to what happened after that, she said um, that, or it was it was reported that she called her si- sister, mm-hmm. either sister-in-law or sister, and then the sister said that all she heard was her scream and then her phone dropped 
and mm-hmm. then she heard the freeway just you know okay and that was that and then that's how it was like a missing person yes report yeah yes yeah that's how it became like national news. and then they said when she arrived to the house that she had she didn't have anything and she had some money in her sock in, a, in her sock yeah um and that was it like, yeah, but she looked disheveled and yeah, yeah, right. Like she, like she just she said she found her way back home. We didn't we didn't know if she was what? dropped off or if she was on foot or what. But she basically but, fought for her life. That's what they, and they were said. She was fighting for her life. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. do you, Why don't you think she was schizophrenic, Darren? Well, I don't know. Well, after, well, when you guys finished the story, I was like, well, maybe because you were saying that she had looked up like, is there a cost for an Amber Alert? Like, yeah. like she, what is that about? I don't know. Like, if she's no actively clue. psychotic. I'm sure she could think and imagine like people are, are there and stuff. And I could that could explain that being coming back disheveled. I found my way back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it explains like her uh, like looking beforehand. Is there a cost to an Amber <laughs> Alert before she calls somebody saying that she saw all this stuff? Right. And she Googled all this prior to being kidnapped. Like they said, it was like one between one thirty and two thirty in the morning. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I was going to normalize that like trauma causes confusion, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. misalignment in your story is normal mm-hmm. for trauma. But, mm-hmm. and then these red flags sound really normal. But yeah. <laughs> it's confusing if right. you like prepare for a kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> How do, what? That's yeah. where I'm like. And that's huh. where I'm like, you're browsing history. You know that they can find that. Even if you're, if even if it's private or if you delete it, they can they actually can still find, find your browsing yes. history. So you I don't we understand why. Yeah. We leave a trace of our Right, because footprints. of our IP address and like yes. the things that are connected. I don't think people really understand. And I mean, say that she um, did not lie about this mm-hmm. and it's like maybe it's her confusion and like all these different factors that come into play the fact that like she had to go through this you know or even the story in itself is alarming but say that she did actually lie about it it infuriates me mm-hmm. to my core because i'm like girl were you a black I'm- woman and this is happening to black people, like people of color primarily. Yes. Primarily that, that, people. That actually happens. People yeah. that are still missing, primarily people of color. And and I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? Maybe she wanted to see if people would, you know, act. You know, maybe. I don't know. We like don't feel know. Feel bad for her. Me- or- yeah, get maybe some kind of attention. Exactly. Maybe I'm thinking, maybe she was. Yeah, sounds like a just like okay. I wonder, sure. I wonder if I'm lost, or if I say that I was abducted. I wonder, you know, if this would become national news. Maybe she didn't maybe, think maybe it was. She didn't I don't think know. Be even that big. Maybe she just wanted somebody to care. Maybe and her family. She wanted her sister to care. Like. Mm. Maybe if I'll be gone. Now, that's really what I what is interesting to ask is ask the sister, like, what was going on with, with y'all mm-hmm. before all this stuff went down? Mm-hmm. You know, did you guys talk, call her stupid or something like that or just say mean things to her? Right. Or, you know. And the parents, they were just, they kept just, um, they kept saying, we can't really discuss, you know, the details right now. Oh, but yeah. this was before we all found out that it was a hoax. Um. Yeah. And yeah. 
She probably so. done that before. I mean, but you have some people who do kind of like attention seeking things. I don't know if this is the case for her or this not. This is really extreme because she had everybody, the FBI, um, Texas, <laughs> sorry, the Texas Police Department, everybody. It was national news. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that because okay, so. That is an example of like abduction and perhaps, you know, she got out of the situation or perhaps she planned it. But I did want to talk about because Mary kind of um, tapped into this a little bit, the types of exploitation. So mm-hmm. you have like sex slavery, you have prostitution, pornography, mm-hmm. um, child sex rings, um, nude dancing and modeling. Like oh. those are definitely things. Forced oh, prostitution. because they want like like child like. Kitty porn, child porn, yeah, yeah, and then it creates, you know, all of these um, STIs, STDs that are spread. Oh my god! Not only in America, but also in different well, countries yeah, like yeah. Ghana, India, Nepal. Like no, yeah. these it's are so definitely um, no, other things. You I know, have, well, yeah, because I remember even hearing just different cases, just from you know, I'm a social worker, and you know, coming across families or why some kids are, you know. Ba- you know, three-year-olds having STD, I mean, an STI. Yeah. That is, you yeah. know, uh, uh, and it's just like, oh, my, like, uh, like. Yeah. Why? It's why? Just, why? I'm, why? like, literally sick to my stomach. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just so it, it is sad. just like, oh, my God, like, this. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because pedophilia is, is real, real. Uh, 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 all over the world. I remember I did a report on pedophilia uh, when I was getting my MSW. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always liked to, to do stuff that everybody else wasn't doing, right? Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a trailblazer and yeah. stuff. And I'd be, and I was like, ah, oh, nobody else. I was late to it. No one wasn't paying attention. Everybody, you know, then I'm like, ah, oh, shit. What, what, what's left here in the DSM that I? Because it was like, you know, you got to do all the ones in the DSM. Everybody has to pick a topic, and I was like, you know what? I'll pick pedophilia. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty. That's a challenge. Mm-hmm. A well, huge when I, challenge. When I tell you just. I remember, like, what some of the sources that I used is I remember Oprah did a special mm-hmm. on, uh, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing it when I was, um, like, younger, like, after school or whatever. And so I remember remembered it, and I was able to find a clip of, like, she was talking to the pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it was, like, she was talking to two men, and then it was, like, a woman. Uh, 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 and just even researching just about it. And, you know, there's really not much research on pedophilia because... Mm-hmm. Many of those people are in jail, you know, um, but mm-hmm. I think there does need to be funding that goes towards resort research so that we can be preventive, mm-hmm. you know, instead of having to really fight them after they've already done harm and are out there thinking that they can't get caught. Like mm-hmm. we need to prevent young, young men, especially, but. Uh, uh, people just in general from becoming mm. pedophiles and preying upon young kids because a lot of what the research that I had found was uh, some of it was just basically like a pedophile is someone who, when they were a child, they had unmet needs in some kind of way and them going through this is by them somehow thinking that their needs are going to get met or trying mm-hmm. to address those unmet needs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there needs to be preventive work uh, uh, out there. Yeah, but who? I, I agree with you. Also, when I was in my MSW program at USC, that was the <laughs> one population that I said I could never work with them. I could uh, no, never. That, that is, and that was no, the one, And that's, that's probably why the research 
is so like nil is because many people are like, I don't want to work with these people. But yes, you're well, right, yeah, Darren. And, we do. And also, I mean, we are mandated reporters, so it's not like somebody <laughs> can. <you know, laughs> it's yeah. not like somebody can just be like, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I've been doing this stuff," and they could go yeah. out. Yeah, it would be like, uh, "Before you go, I'm gonna, re- I'm, I gotta <laughs> you know, call the cops. Gotta talk about something, right? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> right? <laughs> the cops are. I gotta call the cops right now. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> like, disgusted with you, sir. I would take my yeah. shoe and hit you upside the head if I could. But, because uh, they, yeah, that was one of the questions. Like, is there that this was a whole topic of conversation and i think like one of my classes um maybe it was like diagnosing or something like that the the um clinical side but i was just like yeah i'm no i can't no (laughs) that's the one population that i just i i just can't do it and i and i know that about myself because i know that about myself and i'm just like i'm sorry i can't i just and that's probably how a lot of people feel. No, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. the field is just subversive in itself. Like the common thread through all of this, besides the labor subpopulation here, but pedophilia and sex trafficking is sex itself. So mm-hmm. why is it that we can't talk about this topic? Why is it that it's used for money and for power and control versus a regular part of what we talk about and educate about. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would solve pedophilia, but if we have more conversation around sex, what it is, how to be safe, what pleasure is versus all the negative things about sex, then I, I, I wonder if you could shift the subculture of sex because a lot of pedophilia and pornography, child pornography, and and sex trafficking is occurring mm. in these like dark spaces, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's spaces where like you only creep out at night, or right. you don't tell people about it, you don't talk about yeah. these things, and that's why there isn't a lot of research. There's still a huge amount of research about sex trafficking that we don't know, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's so prevalent that now we're responding to it. It's 2020. What year is this? 2023. And within even DCFS, they just developed a sex trafficking unit a couple of years ago because there are so many foster youth that come from sex trafficking. But foster youth have always been around. So how come in 2023 is when we decided to start helping them out of sex trafficking? But if it was a more normal part of conversation, education, and like part of the systemic way in which we address multiple disparities then i bet there would be a less prevalent Mm. reason Mm -hmm. to talk about it in a negative way Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i mean and you uh, there are these um definitely like subpopulations like you mentioned um like forced um sweatshops restaurants hotel work and you know sex work agriculture did you guys read Mm -hmm. in the news recently like this it's probably like the maybe third or fourth death of a um teenager in a sweatshop kind of environment or in a oh um, china that wasn't here though huh no that was actually in here i read oh, it really? on the huffington post yeah it was like the third death of a teenager in um in like a uh a manufacturing a manufacturing industrial, yeah industrial oh, kind of work but yeah. you know a lot of those states and i think we've talked about it before a lot of states they are repealing um those laws to make kids work and i don't know why we just don't have the comprehensive immigration reform Mm -hmm. to just allow people to come and get processed and get their, you know, get their social security numbers so they can contribute towards society like everybody else does or like they've already have been. Right. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, that uh, uh, also know. organ transplant. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Yes. That's market. another one. Daisy, that's yeah. that's another yeah. one. Yeah, that's, that's you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's another whole. 
episode. That's another episode in oh itself. Gosh. The organ transplant of yes. like human trafficking. And oh. you know, I oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Go ahead. I was and I had I was exposed to it from a show mm-hmm. because they were you know abducting people and you know um what do you call it um when they put you to sleep. Devin. They, they will put you to sleep. Like when they put you to sleep, like they will put them to sleep and sedate them. They will sedate them and take their um, oh, organs. Yes. Yeah, like and wait, leave them for what? Dead, pretty much. And leave yes. Them for dead. Yeah. And this was on a show. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh my it gosh, happens. is this really look, happening? I bet. It, yes, Devin, it's that, happening. I bet you one of the number one ones is be like uh, kidneys. Yeah, yes. China, you know, yes. and it, it like happens. somebody's kidneys. Yes. You know, yeah. Sorry, it's a kidney transplant. Right, you know? yeah. The black market. Yeah, China is a big place for the black market mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, what were you going to say? I was I'm just going to say I'm glad to hear that people have more recognition that forced labor and sex trafficking and all these other things exist. Mm-hmm. And it's great that it comes up in the media. It's great that it comes up in the news. I would also encourage people to not take that for face value like take it with mm-hmm. a grain of salt because all those spaces have uh means like they are here to make money and the the real information is when you get into more advocacy organizations like there's the international labor organization mm-hmm. the department of of um oh my god what's it called dhs not human services health, De- health he- services uh, department services. of health and human services department dhs which yeah. Okay, I'll come back to it. Public. But some other um, NGOs and nonprofits, there's one called lovejustice.ngo and do something.org, places that put together research. Mm-hmm. Again, b- it's great that it comes out in the media, but that's also a, sh- a show mm-hmm. in, in some way. So make sure mm-hmm. that before there's all these myths or misconceptions about these things coming about, and then people create their own right. play in their head and become fear based. Like, I don't want people to stop walking on the street. Like, walk to the park if you want to walk to the park. But yeah. you're not going to get snatched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but you might if you don't know X, Y, or Z. Yeah, if you're not, yeah. Yeah, if you're not yeah, aware. Just being vigilant. Yeah. yeah. And you actually, know? you know, giving, you know, you got to, you know, defi- you know, teach kids. They, how to yeah, defend how themselves. How to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Or run like, track. Run track. To yeah. be able to <laughs> run away. Yeah. How, to, how to run, how to, how to describe their track. body parts at a young age, you know, as well as, you know, give them some pepper spray or something that they're going to be yes, walking around. Yes, pepper spray, a little taser, because yeah, definitely, be, I know if I'm, go- if I'm going to the, they always say, I know, um, our cousin Tiffany, she mm-hmm. she's always, like, sending us things about being safe and yeah. stuff. And not going to the gas station at Even night. Even pumping your gas. Pumping your gas, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Our cousin just let us know, like, be careful going to the gas station because people are, you know, mm-hmm. holding, you, stealing, your, stealing car. your car and yeah. take, stealing your um, purse or whatever. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, you just got to stuff the gas and it's night time, yeah. you know? So yeah. I know one thing that I do, I will take out my taser, mm-hmm. I'll have it in my hand <laughs> while I'm bumming the gas. <laughs> and just looking around. Like, because yeah. I know I've been at a gas station 
where it was barely any cars and I'm just looking around like right um if anybody yes okay just one thing yeah I was gonna say Devin oh no not do okay no not next to the not next to y'all I'm doing it safely okay be at the front of the car I was like and then the station called on for and nine o'clock news tonight no, no, no. Oh set on fire. No, I'm not. Around the car yes, right. not the car. like literally doing it. I'm not doing it out loud. Like I'm being <laughs> safe. Okay. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. Oh god. But um, yeah, I usually like have have it handy, you know, yeah. because yeah. Smart to be aware. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, also it was the Department of Homeland Security. Oh, oh. Department Security. of Homeland yes. Security. Yes, yes honey, yes. you remember yes. that Department of Homeland Security, yes. and that yeah, they are the main ones right now that are like doing a lot of a lot of those efforts mm-hmm. of um, prevention yeah. and gotcha. intervention and. Um, you know, just like responding to those mm-hmm. things. But that's good. I'm glad that they're, you know, that they, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, all right. All right, Joel. That was well, a good conversation. Thank y'all. you for the conversation. Well, thank you for, uh, yes, us just being willing to talk about this topic today. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll end with our proverbs. Proverbs three, five, and six. Trust, Trust in the Lord with, with all your heart, heart and lean not on your, on your own understanding. understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Have a good one. God bless. Do your research, y'all. Yes. Stay vigilant. Thanks, Mary Jane. Thanks, Thank honey. <laughs> <laughs>